Welcome to FinTech Brews and News, brought to you by Central Payments and Falls FinTech. I'm Nikki Rohde. And I'm Trent Sorby. Founders, co-founders, payments professionals, and, well, just people who love brews. This is a place to get a behind-the-scenes look at unique partnerships and ways to bridge the financial gap between banking, startups, and the entire fintech industry. Whether it's a beer, or coffee, or something else, there's certain to be a brew in every episode. After all, how do we function in this space without it? Each episode, you're sure to take away some good stuff going on in the financial technology space. So without further ado, let's grab a brew. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to FinTech Brews and News. I'm Trent Sorby. And I'm Nikki Rohde. We've got a really special episode today. Nikki, introduce our guest. Oh, thank you so much. Um, Peg Johnson um, is here with us today. She is a, first of all, longtime friend of Central Payments and has been in the industry for quite some time. Recently joined Ubiquity, so we're super excited for her to share a little bit about her story, uh, a little bit about Ubiquity as a whole. Ubiquity is a uh, service center and a provider of a lot of different customer contact needs uh, in the industry. So she'll tell that story way better than I will. So Peg, tell us a little bit about yourself. Great. Thanks, Nikki, and thanks, Trent, for having me up. And thanks for the weather. Yeah. Welcome. Um, Absolutely. Cold weather is always something that we're happy to provide. Many, in abundance. Many months of the year. So yeah. you're welcome. Well, thank you for that. Ah. So again, thanks. Thanks a million. Um, thrilled to share the Ubiquity story. New to Ubiquity, just three months in. And, um, you know, on my way up, I was listening to Brene Brown, a podcast. I probably should have been taking conference calls, but, but I wasn't. And she said something that really resonated with me that I just wanted to share that, you know, people um, adapt to jobs, right? People um, go into jobs. And I really believe that joining Ubiquity, it was meant for me, that the job absolutely was designed around my skill set. So I was looking through a processor lens for the last 25 years. And let me tell you a little bit about Ubiquity and what we have to offer. And I think most importantly, why central payments and Ubiquity we're such a great match, right? We're such a great family. So we have, think about us as two different lines of business. So we have a customer service segment and we have a banking operations segment. So our customer service segment, we do customer service calls. We have multiple locations. We have 11 today and we have soon to be 15 and we're growing by leaps and bounds. All over the world. All over the world. We're a global operation. Um, we're about 5,400 strong today, soon to be 6,000 in the next year. We're going to be topping around eight. Um, not only are we increasing in um, the number of um, agents and analysts, if you look at our leadership team, we are hiring a lot of top talent, not only in the operations segments, but just in the way of industry expertise. Because that operations side, I mean, we think of customer contact and we think about the reps answering the phones, answering customer um, inquiries or concerns or whatever it has to be. But there's a whole other part of it. This operations side, you know, we use that for critical other components that you might not think about when you think about customer contact. Tell, tell us a little more. Exactly. So that's the other segment of our business, right? So we have banking operations. And think about banking operations whereby you as a consumer, right, you look at your mobile device and you think, oh my gosh, I have something on my phone that uh, charged the 
that I don't recognize. Mm-hmm. And what do you do, right? Do you call an 800 number and you dispute it? Do you push a radio button on your phone and you say, that's not my charge? We can handle all of those conversations. We can handle all of those disputes. All the way from the intake from that consumer to the filing with the network, all the way to what we call the adjudication with that particular um, consumer. Maybe we file it um, on behalf of the consumer in favor or Maybe it really was their charge. So think about ubiquity as we supply the people to do the work, as well as we are very customizable. I think that's the way that you should think about us. We're the differentiation in the industry that kind of sets us apart from the other um, the other players in the space. I just love that because I think a lot of times people look at um, customer service as just a commodity, something that's a necessary, but you guys really take pride in and passion about how customers are treated soup to nuts, that journey as a whole and making sure that um, people are served well. And so it's less than just a must provide and something that's really critical to program success fintech success um, that's often an afterthought. Would you agree with that? I would. And I think I think that's not only paramount, I think that's in the DNA of what Ubiquity has to offer. And, you know, someone said to me a couple of weeks ago, you know, and it was actually, right, thanks to you all, I was able to help the cohorts during this 12 weeks. I was week number five, which was so fun, by the way. Yay. I had like the greatest time speaking to, to you know, my idea of what's going to help your five in this segment kind of differentiate. And I said, what differentiates is the way they deliver service. And part of that delivering of service is that 360 communication, right? What Ubiquity does is we're the team that data mines. We are that extension of your FinTech to be able to hear what those customers are saying day in and day out. And we are those people that have to listen, that have to analyze, and we have to feed that information back to that particular fintech's product group. And if we're not doing that job, that fintech can't pivot and they're not gonna be able to adapt to what the customers are saying is either great or maybe the opportunities about that product that maybe need to shift in the market. You know, we spend a lot of time um, with software engineers and developers and you know, they wanna build <clears throat> amazing digital user experiences. Mm-hmm. What I think they oftentimes forget and why I think your time with them was so valuable was that, wait a second, I may actually have to talk on the phone. I may have to have human to human interaction to be able to explain something. And so I think that gets forgotten a lot as products are built in FinTech about how important it is <clears throat> that there's a reliable number for them to reach, right. that there's a reliable and educated person on the other end who can solve a problem in that one call. That's right. Mm-hmm. Especially when from a FinTech startup perspective, there's some that, that technology might be leading, but um, they cannot forget about the the servicing aspect, the customer that's on the other end. So the app can be flawless, mm-hmm. but if there you know is a need to, I guess, reach somebody, uh, that's really critical, and they will absolutely erode if they don't have that. The other beautiful thing is that Ubiquity is embedded in OpenCP. So there's an API connection, a very smooth, integral 
kind of system that's already built. Yeah, um, I love that 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 approach too, right? And I, I I was just talking to 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 Corey, you know, one of our co-founders, and I love being a spoke, right, off of the OpenCP right mm-hmm. platform. I, I use that analogy all the time, the hub and the spoke approach, and that's what's brilliant about your guys's offering, right, out in the industry. Um, and you're not, you know, your your comment, Trent, um, about what we have to offer. Another comment on this per day Brown podcast said. In the it kind of in the evolution of service, in the evolution of the way the world has kind of come together, is it used to be everything was muscled, and then it was technology, and now the way that people want to interact is it's led by heart, and what you just said is exactly what Ubiquity does, mm-hmm. and it, it resonates, right? People want interaction and people want that media to be able to get to somebody, even if it's just to solidify that they know someone's working their customer service issue. When we first started Central Payments, uh, we had a saying that we used a lot. We still use it a lot today. Treat each customer's balance as though it's all they have. So come at it with an assumption that every dollar is the only dollar they have. And so you think about that from a customer contact perspective. Mm-hmm. When they contact you, um, many times there is a concern. Something doesn't look right. They need to have something explained to them. Um, or you know, th- there's a heightened level of anxiety because in many cases with our customers, um, that dollar matters to them. It's material. Uh, and so uh, when, we, when we were going through talking with companies that you know, we wanted to represent us to, to our customer, it was just really important that we come at it with that mindset. And I think the one thing I really enjoy about Ubiquity is the degree to which you collaborate with us to make sure that message, what's important to us, is passed through to that consumer. Talk a little bit about the way in which your team and our team or any of your other clients' teams collaborate and are constantly tweaking and molding that customer experience to make sure it's it's really you know, it's really suiting our needs as the client. Yeah, and I think that's that, that's a great point and, and, and resonates. And um, so here's what I'd share uh, in response to, to your question. So we are a customizable shop. And what that means is every agent or analyst that takes part in one of the programs is dedicated. And we spend time, so your team leads, your operational managers, your QAs, they understand the fintechs and they understand the brand, which means then that is resonated and resonates, is the right word, all the way down, right, into the interaction with that particular customer on the other end of the phone. And what happens then, if we're not meeting the right productivity goals, or let's say that there's something that the customer just continues to not understand, we can feed that back up to your team vis-a-vis the fintechs, that we can make those changes to be able to change the methods and procedures and the way that we then communicate back to those particular customers. And that communication, that communication is is so important because it's two-way. We want to make sure you're explaining us well, and then we need to hear from you because I think one of the things that's so important, particularly in early-stage fintechs, is that they are facing pivots. Pivots mm-hmm. happen all the time mm-hmm. in fintech. Why does a pivot happen? Probably because your customer experience may not have been what you thought it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, who's on the front lines listening to that's that? Right. And so that feedback we get back from Ubiquity is critically important. And we evaluate user experience and user flows and those sorts of things to try to create maximum efficiency, maximum service. And you know, there, there are listening ears in many cases. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. 
I talked about OpenCP earlier, and just a reminder, OpenCP is our platform um, that uh, we connect a lot of the industry leaders into one API, one fintech marketplace, if you will. The, the thing I love so much being on the fintech accelerator side of the house most often is early stage fintechs typically don't get to take advantage of the state of the art leadership aspect of ubiquity because there's not, when you talk about a custom shop, there's not enough volume out of the mm -hmm. gate to be able to provide that level of customization for an early stage fintech. So when our fintech companies get to pipe through OpenCP to get to ubiquity, they get that world-class service because we're providing a ton of volume to y'all, but it's that that trade-off for early stage folks. I think that's huge and beneficial for them. Yeah, I should actually write that down and use that. <laughs> oh, well, yay. <laughs> right, well, that's brilliantly said, but that's a great benefit. Mm -hmm. You're exactly right for the fintechs that come through central payments because we're willing to stand up five, seven dedicated agents to be able to do just that. When and you talked to them, Peg, the other day, I'm sorry to cut you no, off, you're but perfect. when you spent some time with them, the, this particular cohort, five companies that are um, with Falls Fintech for 12 weeks, learning a ton about the industry. When you got to spend a little bit of time with them, what bubbled up to the top of their minds? What, did, what are some things that you heard from them that they were either curious about or, or asking you about? Because not only did you have time in a segment with them, but they've followed on with you mm -hmm. um, and you've had after conversations. What are some things they're talking about? You know what I loved the most about speaking with them is just their curiosity. They are so curious and they're also really interested about taking risks, right? There's nothing that's set in stone in the five fintechs that I were able to uh, to speak with, right? They, I think they have their path, but they're willing to listen to lots of industry experts and ideas, right? And I think their path they're able to walk it, but they're able to take a variation based on what they're hearing. I will also tell you that they're open to many, many ideas in way of delivering customer service. Uh, and I'll also tell you they're wicked smart when it comes mm. to technology. Um, these, these five cohorts, and I've actually spent time with three of them since then, where they've just scheduled time on my diary, where they just want to pick my brain, which I think is awesome. Um, I think they're going to be very successful. And I'll tell you, and this is a plug for central payments, is you guys have done an amazing job. Um, I'm, I'm proud of the partnership that we have, but I also think that the people that you guys roll through the program are lucky. Uh, I've actually been asked just recently on, hey, how do I sign up for that? And mm. I said, you're selected, right? I mean, it, it, it's not very many that are um, able to be able to, to be on that list. It's a lucky group of individuals. And mm. I think that the people that I was lucky enough to get to speak to are very fortunate to be part of the program. Peg, let's pick up right where you left off with the word partnership, because I think it's a great example or it's a great term to describe what what we do with Ubiquity, I'm sure a lot of your other clients do. In 2020, uh, Central Payments and Ubiquity won an award from Tearsheet uh, for the Most Resilient Partnership Award. And I think it's a great testament to the two companies working together. You know, we, ha we were faced with a situation where call centers um, were being closed in countries all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, and on a moment's notice, without really any idea that it was going to happen, and all of a sudden, 
in the spirit of supporting our, our customers and our cardholders, we had to we had to throttle volume to different places. Overnight, literally, we had to move volume from El Salvador to Omaha, um, train reps, people pulling all-nighters, mm-hmm. getting PCs to, to, to representatives ubiquity at their home. Mm-hmm. Because again, in a time of heightened anxiety like COVID, and if you think about going back to March of 2020, that is the definition of anxiety. What's the first thing you think about? You think about your money. That's right. And you mm-hmm. want to make sure your money's safe. That's right. And you want to make sure when you call them, somebody picks up the phone. That's right. And, you know, I, I was just so honored um, that we won that award with Ubiquity because I too. think it's just a great example of the two companies just sort of jumping in and solving a problem and making sure first and foremost, you know, the customer was taken care of. Yeah, we so. would too. Great partnership. It is. And something that's important to central payments, when you talk about treat each customer's balance as though it's all they have, um, our tagline is is making financial experiences better. And we look for strategic partnerships that match that DNA, that have that cultural. And that award wouldn't have been possible if Ubiquity didn't have that DNA that say, whatever it takes, get it done. We're busting through it and we're getting it done. And so we appreciate that uh, very much. So I, I want to close with a question about fintech because, you know, it's where I live. kind of what you do. Uh, it's kind of what I do. So what are some trends that you are seeing? You've spent so much time in this industry. You've got a wealth of knowledge and ubiquity, of, of course, on the front end of a lot of those. What are, what are some things you're seeing as far as fintech trends? Yeah, you know, I think, Trent, you you said something earlier about just the, the ability to pivot. I think, uh, first and foremost, the fintechs have to, it's not necessarily a trend, but I think it's it's in the DNA right now. A fintech has to have the ability and the sensibility to be able to know they're going to have to be able to pivot. And the pivoting comes from being able to have the courage to know that they may not be always right, be right out of the gate, right? They may learn, and as they learn, they may have to pivot based on the knowledge that they've picked up, and whether that's from the consumer, from a call center, right, hearing what's happening, whether that's from data analytics, whether that's from technology, whether that's from a trusted partner such as central payments, such as Ubiquity, having that that sensibility and, I mean, honestly, that courage to be able to say, I thought I had it right, but I really don't. So let me let me pivot into a different direction. Um, and I'd also say some of the other trends are just around the needs to listen to what your customers need and want. Don't rely on just specific demographics of what that particular customer brings. Right? Just because you're Gen Z or millennial doesn't mean that you don't want to pick up a phone. Right? Doesn't mean that you just want to use technology, right? You know, data is data, but again, sometimes you lead by your heart and a lot of things are changing this day and age with that pandemic. So I think we will see things and I'm learning by talking to a lot of different people over the course of the last couple of months that what we maybe once knew um, by, uh, by, um, once we maybe once knew, um, isn't what we will always know. Mm-hmm. So be ready to, p- to be ready to pivot. We hear uh, fintechs tell us that, you know, I'm able to make, I think I can make such a great digital user experience that I'm not sure I need a live agent. I'm not sure I need a person on the other line. Uh, we can do it all digitally. 
Um, I always snicker a little bit when I hear that um, because I think you said it very well. It doesn't matter. You can be Gen Z or whatever, however you want to describe your demographic. Chances are you're going to find yourself in a spot where you really want to talk to a human being. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I, I think ubiquity has positioned itself so well in this space to say, look, we get you're all about um, the digital experience. Um, but to your point, if, if the we need, you need a frontline person out there that's gonna tell you if something isn't working well or something that you envision being perfect isn't quite as perfect as you want. Mm -hmm. So I, I you know, thank you and thank, thank you to Ubiquity for everything you guys do. And thank you to you guys as well. It's been fun, it's yeah. really been fun. Thanks a million. More to come, more to, more to do. Yay! Thank you again, Peg, uh, for sharing so much wisdom and uh, another episode of FinTech Brews and News in the books. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, until next time, I'm Nikki Rohde. I'm Trent Sorby. Cheers. Cheers. There you have it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FinTech Brews and News. Keep up with all the content and cool stuff happening at Falls FinTech and Central Payments by checking out our website, our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on our next episode. I'm Nikki Rohde. And I'm Trent Sorby. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.